Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. It's Hell's Bells. That's right. Wrong way. <laughs> Lou Rafino, because the trains are a coming. Underway, underway. USA, USA. Thousands, thousands are on trains as they're heading north to the border where Texas separates itself from Mexico, where the Rio Grande is the natural border in most instances, where our United States government, the DOJ, is actually suing the governor of Texas, Abbott, for putting Baba Buies out in the Rio Grande to prevent the invasion. And they're coming by the tens of thousands. Have you seen the videos? And you know where they're going to want to come. New York City. Again, I can't say it enough. They reach the Rio Grande. They cross over. There's nothing to stop them. The first people to meet them on the other side, Catholic charities with federal tax dollars, and they ask them, where do you want to go? Nueva York. Nueva, nine out of ten. You know where they're coming. They're coming here. And our mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who yesterday was meeting with the crooks of the Pakistani government while they are in town with the despots, dictators, and tyrants of the General Assembly. And they were probably whining, dining, and pocket-lining him and his cronies for the sweetheart deal that he signed to utilize the Roosevelt Hotel that the crooked Pakistani government owns for three years to house a thousand illegals for two hundred and seventy five million of our tax dollars. And notice of late Eric Adams has said no mas, no mas. He's waved the white flag. He's saying, like Punch's pilot, he's washing his hands of the whole affair. He's leaving it up to us. This is a moment where people need to stop asking Eric. What are you doing? This is a moment we need to ask, what are we doing? We can't do this alone. This is an all hands on deck. The dollars coming in are not equaling the dollars that we have to pay going out. So we're going to do our part to the best of our abilities within the financial restraint. But we have a real call. We need every New Yorker that has something to offer to play a role. This is not Mayor Adams' job. This is the job of the people of the city of New York. He's abdicated his responsibility. He's not even trying to meet with President Joe Biden while he's in town. Not even trying. 
He'd rather meet with crooked Pakistani officials that he signed a sweetheart deal with for $275 million. And no doubt they're signaling to him and his cronies how that contract can earn them kickbacks. But it's not alone because we have played this cut over and over and I have yet to find anybody in our vast audience as the number one News talk station in in America to disagree with this. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. There's not a person out there that has said to me, you know, uh, I don't recognize that. We recognize, Eric Adams, you're incompetent. And what Eric Adams does is he tells the McWhiteys, the crackers, where they can go. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Why doesn't he tell that to the illegals that he welcomes here? Could I hear that one more time, please, Lou? Please. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Why does he continue to meet them and greet them and welcome them and provide them hotel accommodations, three squares a day, health insurance, iPhones, smartphones, everything that citizens don't get, yet we got to pay the freight. And remember, he's not alone in all of this. This Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, she's his partner in destroying the state of New York by basically having all of us leave, especially the taxpayers, and replacing us with illegal aliens. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Yeah, but meantime, pay your taxes on your way out because the tax base has just been devastated. A trillion dollars in wealth has left the state of New York. The exodus continues. And the only compensation that Hochul and Adams have is that when the buses go down to empty people into Florida, they come back with illegal aliens, Venezuelans mostly. And let me give you the stark reality for both Heckle and Jekyll here. Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, and Kathy Crime Wave Hochul. A Siena College poll has just come out, and Siena College tends to be usually pretty liberal and progressive with the polls. Statewide, a huge majority of Republicans, a large majority of independents, and a plurality of Democrats, first-time Democrats, have weighed in and said the quality of life in New York sucks. You get that, Justin? A huge majority of Republicans, a large majority of independents, and a plurality of Democrats all say the quality of life in New York State sucks. Let's look at New York City. In fact, a majority of virtually every demographic group, pluralities of Democrats, liberals, and New York City voters, and this is a blue area, say things are getting worse. Only 4% of independents, 5% of Republicans, and 22% of Democrats 
are saying, oh, oh, things are okay. Let me break it down even more, the analytics. You know, everybody loves analytics. 83% of those who answered the poll statewide said the cost of living in New York State is driving them out of the state. 77% said the availability of affordable housing is a major problem. 73% said crime is a major problem. 62% said the recent influx of migrants is a major problem. 69% gave a negative response to the state's fiscal condition. That's overwhelmingly negative. And it's mostly Democrats. As I've been telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the moderate Democrats are very upset now. They know that their party has been the victim of a coup d'etat by AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the socialists, who have basically taken over the Democratic Party and always challenged the moderate Democrats who can't get their vote out in primaries, so they fold like cheap cameras to the socialists. The analysis is there was a remarkable agreement across the political spectrum about the state's pressing problems. In assessing the severity of problems facing New York, there is surprisingly considerable agreement now amongst Democrats, Republicans, and independents. You haven't seen that before. Is usually polarization, a divide. It gets very tri- tribal. At least 80% of each partisan group thinks the cost of living in the state is a major problem. It is. It's driving people out. It's driving people out. In one stunning finding, 88% of New York State voters combined, that means Republicans, Independents, and Democrats, said that either President Biden, former President Donald Trump, or both were mentally or physically unfit to serve as president for the next four-year term. 34% said neither is fit to serve. 26% said Trump is not fit. 28% said Biden is not fit, which fits along with my philosophy that out with the old, in with the new. I do not want to replay the election of 2020 again. I do not want to see Trump versus Biden It is not the will of the mass majority of the people, but it appears to be the will of those who are structuring these primaries in which Trump does not have to debate. Biden does not have to debate. There'll be a coronation at the Republican convention and Democratic convention, the Democratic convention in Atlanta, the Republican convention in Milwaukee. And you know who pays for all of this, Justin? We the taxpayers do. That's right. We play for their convention. 62% of voters in blue-leaning New York said the sitting 80-year-old Democratic president is unfit to serve a second term. 62%. 60% of respondents said the 77-year-old Trump is unfit to serve. And if you saw Joe Biden's performance today at the General Assembly of the United Nations, he really did look like prune face in a Batman episode and didn't even mention the railroad trains that are heading north as we speak. Video after video, photo after photo, in every periodical, left wing, right wing, indicates that tens of thousands of illegal aliens are heading towards the border 
memorizing two words, asylum seeker, asylum seeker. And they're ready to invade America. Joe Biden said nothing about that. The invasion continues. And up next, we're going to discuss how Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, wants to make it a problem for everybody else in the state of New York. And not just New York City, in which he created this problem. Talking about this is the Rip and Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Don't come around here no more. Good and plenty, plenty good, good and plenty, plenty good. Choo-choo Charlie was an engineer. He's piloting the Sierra Madre Express from southern Mexico right to the border that separates Mexico from Texas. 10,000 a day are now crossing through Eagle Pass. All of them memorizing two English words, asylum seeker, which is a roots. And when asked by Catholic Charities, where would you like to go at taxpayers' expense? They say, Nueva York! Nueva York! Viva! Nueva York! They're coming, ladies and gentlemen, and they're coming because of the guy who stood there with a $5,000 customized silk suit at the Port Authority to greet the first illegals with an, a delegation from City Hall giving out swag bags. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Uh, That is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. Continue to do until he said no much, no much. Then he wanted to make it the problem of everybody in 31 other counties in New York State and, yes, New Jersey. And he basically has been saying on a regular basis, hey, it's your problem, too. Every county in this state should be part of this. Every county in this state should be part of this. Every county in this state should be part of this. No, they shouldn't. Every county in this state. Stop that. No, they shouldn't. You started this problem. You could easily send them back on the next buses, back to Washington, to their Papa Chulo, Joe Biden. You're You're the Biden of Brooklyn. You're the one who was saying, who's your daddy? You can easily turn those buses around. Nothing prevents you from doing that. You want to make those buses go to other parts of New York State and now New Jersey. And one woman, one woman alone took you on, bully boy Eric Adams. And she set the way for everyone else. Corporation Council of the City of New York filed lawsuits, 31 lawsuits costing us tax dollars, to sue members of New York State's counties, forcing them to take illegal aliens. The first to say no and declare a state of emergency was Yvette Aguilar, Riverhead Town Supervisor. 
She said no. Her uh, county executive, Steve Malone, chastised her. Fellow Republicans and Democrats out there chastised her. Said, what, are you listening to Curtis Sliwa and his rumor-mongering and his lack of information? She said, no, of course. I just followed up on the information he gave me, and he was totally 100% correct. We have the police department deliver the notices to some of these uh, transient locations. And it's illegal for them to house these individuals. We don't have the infrastructure to have an influx of individuals. And she has won. New York City has waved the white flag, the Corporation Council, this past Thursday and said, no mas, no mas. The information Curtis provided was correct, although they obviously wouldn't acknowledge me. And they removed their lawsuit. In fact, there were 31 lawsuits filed. They now have removed 27 of them. They've waved the white flag. And they they are absolutely sure that they would lose those lawsuits. But they've continued for them against Rockland County, against Dutchess County, against Onondaga County, and against Orange County. And Ed Day, the county executive Republican of Rockland County, is the one who also stood up to bully boy Eric Adams and said, I'll strangle you if you send one illegal alien in. He never offered a question. He never asked for an opinion. He just said, screw you, Rockland County, we're going to do Well, here's my response. Mr. Adams, you try to run us over, I will reach up and grab you by the throat for the people of Rockland County. You are not getting away with this, and you picked the wrong person to fight with. That's correct. In fact, Ed Day served in the New York City Police Department the same time as Eric Adams. Eric Adams, a house mouse for 22 years, never left the precinct. Ed Day knew you confront the bully boy and he will fold. Well, that lawsuit is still on because Ed Day didn't just threaten Eric Adams. He went in and got a temporary restraining order. So now they're slipping in illegal aliens illegally. You see that house in Clarkston? 31 Guatemalans, illegals who came in into the Port Authority, went to Queens, and then sneaked in to Rockland County. And there are others doing likewise with the support of the city of New York. Oh, yeah, city of New York wants them to all go out throughout the 31 counties of New York. And this was Eric Adams' response to the guy who stood tall, Ed Day, in Rockland County. County exec Day I mean, this guy has a record of being anti-Semitic, you know, his racist comments, uh, you know, his thoughts and how he responded to this. Really, it shows a lack of leadership. You show a lack of ability to understand Eric Adams that you can't play the race card all the time. And plus, you call Ed Day an anti-Semite. Rockland County, one-third of the voters are Orthodox Jews. Yeah, like they're going to vote for an anti-Semite, you schmuck, you putz. And then they tried, in a stealth-like manner, to house illegal aliens in the Nassau County empty Coliseum in Uniondale. They did back in February. I alerted everyone to this. State Senator Monica Martinez, centralized slip Brentwood, a socialist, had revealed the plot by the Adams administration. It was reported that New York City is looking into Nassau Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum, you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City plan? And then uh, he did basically the rope-a-dope, what he calls the pivot and shift, what I call the flip-flop. 
But Bruce Blakeman, the county executive, rallied the Democrats and Republicans in his county and very emphatically said, not one illegal alien. To invite people in uh, who are undocumented with not knowing who they are, why they are here, uh, I think is very, very faulty. And it's something that we do not endorse here in Nassau County. And they are standing strong in preventing that from happening. Why not just send them to places where they've been welcomed? Like the idiot, the doofus up in Albany, the mayor, Kathy Sheehan, who has said to Eric Adams, sure, we got plenty of room and plenty of motels and hotels when all the legislators who come up for session, who believe that whatever happens north of Bear Mountain stays north of Bear Mountain, when all those empty motel, hotel, holiday and express rooms We'll house them, you pay for it, and we'll give kickbacks to our cronies. We're continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. You hear that? We're paying for that from New York City. Send them to Albany. She wants it. Look, look at George Latimer in Westchester. He wants all your tied in your poor Eric Adams. We cannot be there for every single person on this planet. But we cannot turn the blind eye either. Only 400 illegal aliens in Westchester, in Yonkers, in White Plains. Why not send them where Steve, excuse me, George Latimer lives? Why? Why not Larchmont? Why not Scarsdale? Why not Armonk? Why not Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America and the home of Bill and Hillary Clinton, where even the lawn jockeys are white? Come on. Latimer wants them? Send them to Latimer. And then there's the Pendeo, Steve Newhouse, the Republican county executive in Orange County, that is being sued by New York City, who got spun like a top when Eric Adams personally lied to him, said two buses full of illegals to Newburgh and dropped them off there. We're talking about individuals here. And uh, we are going to, you know, we were talking about what their citizenship, what their status is, what's their ability to be able to go to work. Uh, who's going to figure this out? Um, that now they're talking about some males coming into uh, at least New York State. I'm not sure Orange County are going to be forced to wear a uh, ankle bracelet so you know where they are. It's a complete mess. That never happened. You pendejo, you got spun like a top. But you allowed New York City to dump him in Newburgh. Everything gets dumped in Newburgh, the, the Camden along the Hudson. And then, of course, there was the county executive in Erie County who couldn't wait for his kickbacks coming from the Eric Adams administration. He welcomed them all. He said, we got plenty of space in Cheektowaga, Tonawanda, Buffalo, Amherst. Send them all up here. And then all of a sudden, two rapes back to back in two separate Super 8 motels attributed to the illegal aliens coming from New York City. You had you had uh, 44 illegals who were housed at the SUNY campus in Buffalo under the orders of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. They were given five days to leave. And now all of a sudden, no illegal aliens are welcome from New York City in to Erie County. 
Two serious violent crimes are alleged to have occurred in the past two weeks, and they are too, too many. Unfortunately, there is no way, we believe, to make the program as it's presently run sustainable without some significant changes. And that would have to be with the group that had the no-bid contract, DACO. $432 million, the cronies of Eric Adams. City Hall, I know you're listening now, right? Your friends at DACO. Hey, how's Anthony Al Capone doing now, the CEO, huh? You went there, you broke bread with him, you gave him $432 million, a no-bid contract. They failed everywhere that they've transported illegal aliens from New York City all over the state, Rotterdam and Colony in Albany County, right there in Erie County. There have been horror stories galore about how you run the Roosevelt Hotel. And then all of a sudden, this past Friday, Anthony Al Capone, I kid you not, Justin Ellick, that's his name, resigned in total disgrace because when they examined his resume, it was competition between him and George Santos, who made up the most. And so rather than to be compared to George Santos, which is about as bad as it gets, Anthony Al Capone resigned, and who gave them a pat on the back and said, we love DACO? Of course, Eric Adams, because for that no-bid contract, there are all kinds of kickbacks. And let's not leave out of this half in the bag, always smash Governor Murphy, who did not respond at first when Joe Biden and the federal government gave access to Fort Dix to house illegal aliens to Eric Adams. And then went on to say you could house them at Atlantic City International Airport where they could land a a C-4 transport or a 747. And then finally, somebody woke him up out of his stupor. I don't see any scenario, Eric, where we're going to be able to take in um, a a program in, in Atlantic City or, frankly, elsewhere in the state. We are already seeing folks in New Jersey that have probably swelled into Jersey from New York City or from other locations. Of course they have. Wow, look at that guy. He finally sobered up. And he addressed Eric Adams directly. So you see, Eric Adams, we here at WABC stand with all the other counties. You have forced this situation on five boroughs. And I'll be damned if we're going to let you force it on every other county in New York State and force it on New Jersey, on federal lands, Fort Dix, and the International Airport in Atlantic City. You created this mess, and now you have to deal with this mess by shipping these illegal aliens that come in from now on back to Washington, D.C., to their Papa Chulo, Joe Biden. Talking about- this is the Rip and Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits loop the loop. Gosh, oh, but I have fun swallowing animals one by one. Shirley Temple, synonymous with entertaining children over the decades. And it brings us to the number one story in Gotham City that is falling into the abyss. That was the fentanyl operation, the drug mill, which reminded me in many ways. Enough of that music here because we're talking about, oh, what was that movie? New Jack City. 
Remember Wesley Snipes, who played the drug tycoon Nino Brown, and all of his homies there were called Cash Money Brothers. Remember how they were running that drug mill in that movie? By the way, Wesley Snipes came out of the same public housing projects as Bernard McGurk, who we honor each and every day here, every time we do this broadcast. It came out of the projects at the same time. Wesley Snipes, Bernard McGurk, the heart of Soundview, the heart of the South Bronx. This was not the South Bronx. This was up near the 5-2 Precinct, not far from Mishula Parkway. So they had a um, daycare center that for a full year, no children were at. Everyone in the neighborhood said drogas, 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 as men would keep coming in and out as if it was a scene out of New Jack City. And then all of a sudden, recently in the last month, they had some children that they were caring for as a cover while they were cutting up fentanyl inside this drug mill, bringing it in by the kilo, kilos. I mean, that's heavyweight fentanyl. And then cutting it with other drugs that were being sold in the streets of the Bronx. So when one of those children died, three others who almost died from the fentanyl poisoning of the fentanyl in the air, all of a sudden Eric Adams started to uh, get emotional about this. They dropped the babies off to a daycare center hoping that their children would be protected by the caregivers. Wait a second. Didn't you have inspectors do a surprise visit to that daycare center just days before and gave them a clean bill of health? Did they really give them a clean bill of health? Did they not notice it was a drug mill or did they get paid off, Eric? Because that's sometimes what happens. I don't know that to be a fact. I'm going to do a deep dive on that. But how is it you have a surprise visit by inspectors of the daycare facility and they get a clean bill of health? even though there were the remnants of fentanyl everywhere in there. What, did it just disappear? Come on. Call out those inspectors. See if they're on the pad. And then he said, this is just not acceptable. We're not going to allow this incident to take place and ignore this as just another day and another tragedy in the city. It's not acceptable. What are you going to do about it? Of course it's not acceptable, but people want a plan. That's why I call you Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. So I anticipated that he would reveal a plan. There needs to be a full national assault on this drug entering our city. This is a new drug. This is not a new type of battle. And people need to understand this. No, no, I understand it, Eric Adams. And your president is here in New York City this whole week. And you're not meeting with him. You're not sticking him a letter. You're not having a protest outside of his hotel. None of that. You're claiming it's a national problem that has to be dealt with nationally. How about sealing the border and making the president responsible and saying, no longer call me the Biden of Brooklyn. People were tired of hearing that. Tired of hearing. You're upset. It's a national issue. What the hell are you going to do about it? What's your plan? You know what his plan is, Lou? Who gots? He's got no plan because you know what's coming. That's right. 
Tens of thousands as we speak, Justin. Underlay, underlay. Eric Adams, who said originally, who's your daddy? Oh, you are, Eric. Who's your Papa Chulo? Oh, Joe Biden. You guys created this mess, and now you don't know, have any idea how to get out of it. Get the hell out of here. There is something I want you all to get involved in, and that is to donate to the uh, Tunnels to Tower walk and run this Sunday because we have different WABC teams. I lead one team with Nancy and my oldest son, Anthony. All you got to do is go to WABCradio.com slash walk, click on our picture, which has been placed on the bottom. They're stacking the deck against us. Dominic Carter is in the lead. We're in second place, and everyone else is eating our dust. Please go to WABCradio.com slash walk and click on the Sliwa picture. Donate and make us number one second to none.